Chapter 15 It took Tess no time to catch up to the black limo. Bless had the window down and shook his head. Follow me, Tess shouted and cut in front of him. They drove for another ten minutes and pulled up to some buildings that had iron gates on them. Tess dug into her pocket and read the number. She drove a few feet and stopped in front of the building, 432. Tess put the car in park, jumped out, and walked up to the building. There was a digital code on the door. Tess entered the numbers that were also on the piece of paper, and the door unlocked and popped open. Bless got out of the limo and walked over to her. Why did we stop? I thought we were going to the border, he said. We are. But thanks to a close friend, we will be traveling in style and much faster, Tess replied as she thought of Susan. You and Layla grab the girls and let's go. Okay, but what was that about back there? You were moving mad reckless and it took you some time to get rid of them. Bless replied. They weren't the problem. It was Iris. But now is not the time to discuss it. It's no telling how much time we have until they are on our ass again. We are at a disadvantage without Vanessa. She's meeting up with us once we head to Haiti, Tess stated. Bless turned around and walked back to the limo and scooped Ayana's little body up in his arms. He looked to see Layla waiting on him on the other side of the limo with Isis in her arms. Bless turned his head to the left to see Iris speeding down the storage yard in a blue car with six black Mercedes Benz following her lead. Layla grabbed the small device from her holster belt and tossed it up under the limo as her and Bless took off running inside of the building. Tess, we have company. We are stuck inside this storage unit, Bless said. Tess looked at him and smiled. We're not stuck, baby. This is no ordinary storage unit. It's a boat storage area. I told you, we were traveling in style across the border. Tess said while walking deeper into the unit and stopped at the loading dock. There was a luxury speedboat waiting. Come on, Tess yelled. The sound of the henchmen outside of the storage unit let them know that they have overstayed their welcome. They climbed into the speedboat. Tess started the engine backing out of the dock as the henchmen burst through the storage unit bars with guns aiming in their direction. Now, Layla, Tess shouted. Layla pressed the small red button that controlled the device that she threw under the limo. A large explosion went off, destroying and killing everything within five feet. Tess exhaled with joy. Yes, my baby and my niece are going to make it. We'll be in Haiti in a half hour and straight to the hospital. Thank you, God. And thank you, Susan. Tess mumbled while crying tears of hope, joy, and pain as she pulled the handle of the speedboat, racing it through the ocean. Iris had let the henchman take the lead by going towards the storage unit as she stayed back in the blue car she had stolen about 12 feet away. She was not looking at the men that survived the explosion that their cries echoed the yard. Clever girl, Tess, Iris said while walking to another storage unit. She shot the digital lock on the door and opened. When she walked inside, a wicked smile came across her face. 
Oh, this is some new shit, huh? You always seem to surprise me. But you won't get away that easy, Iris said while starting up to a cream-colored speedboat.